So um, something um, I really remember uh, growing up on playgrounds is um, uh, those kind of old sayings, right? That I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say to me bounces off, whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Or the even better yet, the sticks and stones may break my bones, um, but words will never hurt me. So how many of you have broken a bone before? Okay, so quite a few of you, right? So um, I have uh, broken many bones growing up. I also have uh, something on my wrist now. It's not a broken bone, but I can still attest that uh, broken bones do hurt um, really bad. Um, and uh, even though uh, they hurt um, and it happens, uh, the process can sometimes be um, long, but ultimately the power of modern medicine, uh, uh, your bones are healed, right? I don't see anybody with casts on or anything like that. You're all fine. So um, these old school rhymes are kind of funny because they really aren't true. See, sticks and stones may break my bones and words will never hurt me, but I, I don't know about you, but I think the pain of hurtful words um, is a lot stronger than the pain of a broken bone. And, and I could say that I'm rubber, but hurtful words, I can be honest, really do stick with you. And just unlike these children rhymes, they tell us words are very hurtful, they're damaging, and they stick with us for a very long time. So as we read in James 3, um, in verse 5, it says, How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. So, so James compares our words to fire, right? Um, and I think he kind of found the perfect analogy for this, right? So imagine you're out camping, right? It, it gets dark and it's starting to get cold, so what do you do? You build a fire, right? It's a good thing. It adds heat, it adds light, you can cook with it, but just like our words, it can be used for evil and it can grow out of control very fast. So in in the past year, we've seen a lot of forest fires, right? Um, In California, there was the ones in Australia last year. I know many in between that. Um, And and so I don't know if you've ever really looked at photos of an aftermath of a, um, a, a forest fire but it's really bad. It's, it's damaging. The, the beauty of nature that was there is, you know, black and it's turned to ash and it, it just doesn't look like itself. And I don't also know if you know, it also takes 80 years for a forest to, to remotely look the same as it did before the forest fire. It takes a long time to bounce back. And just like it takes a long time for us to bounce back when we're told hurtful things. So um, just like our f- words, as I said, fire, um, or sorry, just like our words, um, just like fire can be used for good and evil. See, when we're angry or frustrated, we don't agree with somebody, um, we just don't plan like somebody, um, what's usually the first thing that we do, right? Um, we, we go to our friends, we go to our classmates, um, we'll jump on social media, um, and, and we'll just like tear these people down. But what we don't realize is these hurtful words aren't just damaging the people we're saying them to, but it's also damaging us, right? So we see in verse 6, it says it's staining the whole body. It's actively ruining us. It, it's setting on fire the entire course of life. It's, it's scarring and destroying aspects of our life. And it, then it finally it says it's set on fire by hell. It's being fueled by sin, so when we continually, continually use our words to tear people down, we can pretend it doesn't change us, but it does. So uh, this kind of reminds me of Paul Walker, right, from um, The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, if you didn't see it, that's okay. Um, I'll kind of explain it a little bit to you. So uh, Paul Walker was the guy that the government chose to be the next Captain America, right? Uh, on camera, he seemed like the, the perfect soldier, a great guy, um, you know, super nice. Um, you know, he was the obvious choice to be 
the next Captain America, right? But right when um, people saw him on the job, right, and, and they saw that he was violent, he was mean, and, and he, he let that power go to his head, it, it, the, the world lost faith in him, right? It, it, it changed him. So just like what happened to Paul Walker, our negative words are staining us. So how can we truly be following Christ if, uh, if we're, we're, we're polluted and stained by this sin? See, I, I bet um, all you know somebody who's that person when they kind of walk in the room like, oh, here comes so-and-so. They're the one who I'm probably going to hear all this gossip from, like that juice and all that, that stuff. And, and, and they're the ones who are kind of negative to other people. And if you're participating in that too, you're just as guilty even though you weren't the one who started it. So, and especially when you look at that person, you just know these negative comments they're coming from them. It's kind of odd when they're positive, right? So I don't know who, who you would rather be around. Would you rather be that, uh, be around the guy who's building everybody up, who, who's picking you up, um, kind of cheering you on, or, or the, the person who, who's gossiping and, and negative and um, just kind of hurtful, right? So uh, it, going on, it says in, in James verses 7 and 8, for every kind of beast and bird of reptile and sea creature can be tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It's a restless evil full of deadly poison. So James says, but no human being can tame the tongue. So we are so prone to tear people down with our words, and it's a lot of the times it's not even on purpose, right? So there's times I can think where, um, like, my wife and I were hanging out with some friends, um, having dinners, like playing games, stuff like that, and like in a quick second, right, I just make a joke that's in her expense, right? So uh, in the moment, I, I don't think much about it, but afterwards, I kind of think like that probably didn't make her feel very good, right? I should be building her up, but in the end, I, I was benefiting myself, right? Like, hey, I'm the funny guy now, right? Uh, but at her expense, um, and, you know, in the end, it doesn't feel good, right? So um, it, we see this a lot with our friends, right? When we're hanging out with them, you know, you're rib, you know, especially I see, uh, I, I, I grew up as a high school guy, right? I know what it's like to be with your friends, and you're kind of ribbing each other, teasing, and stuff like that, and um, sometimes you might go say far, you know, go too far, say something mean, and someone might kind of on the side say to you, like, hey, you know, that was kind of hurtful, but what do you usually say, right? Hey, this person's my best friend. They know I love them. Like, this is great. But it doesn't mean it didn't hurt. And are you sure that they know that, right? It doesn't mean that those words won't stick with them. So James tells us that we can't thrive like this. It just doesn't work. See, he says in verses 9 through 12, with it we bless our Lord and Father, uh, with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. So James uh, uses an example that I really like, right? He uses the example of salt and fresh water, right? So if you're on a beach, um, so let's, yeah, let's say uh, you're on the beach on the coast, right? Um, you're in front of the ocean. Um, if you take a cup, right, and, and you dip in the ocean, you're not going to expect to have a cup full of fresh water, right? It doesn't make sense. Or even better yet, you're not going to come to this side of the beach, right, and you dip your cup in, and it's fresh water, and then you're going to go this side of the beach, right, and you dip it in, and it's, and it's salt water, it, no, it's, if I'm over here, it's salt water. If I'm over here, it's salt water. So just like our tongues, the splitness is impossible. 
So how can we go from um, being at church on Wednesday night and um, Sunday morning praising our God, and then we go home or we go to school and we yell at our parents um, or tear down our friends, we go on social media or um, and are just tearing people down. So as James says, we can't be two things. We, we are either fresh water or salt water. So uh, what we want to be is community that builds each other up, right? Um, not tear each other down. So you might ask, what can we do? James says, we can't tame the tongue, so what do we do? So just like um, kind of what we talked a little bit about last week, about boasting, we have to let God be the Lord of our tongue. We should um, use it uh, to build one another up, encourage um, one another, pray for one another. Um, if you're angry or frustrated with somebody, you go to that person and you talk it out. You don't um, bash them behind their back. Um, and as James says, um, you know, uh, we're made in the image of God. Um, we have no right to speak poorly um, against other people. And, and if you have something um, mean to say, uh, show wisdom and just don't say it, right? And if you did speak um, poorly uh, towards another person, you go to them. You ask for forgiveness. But, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, when we have these temptations to tear someone down, we need to, to, to show restraint, um, to reflect on what we wanted to say, and then we confess it to God and we move forward. I'm going to read another um, verse. You don't have to turn there with me. I'll read it for you. Um, it's in Matthew um, 15. It's verses 17 and 20. Uh, Jesus says, do you see that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is expelled? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart and defiles a person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile anyone. What we say is a reflection of our heart, right? So if you're speaking sinful things towards people, it's a reflection of a sinful heart. If your heart is truly after God, it would be reflected out of your words. Like James says, we can't be both salt and fresh water. So let these things um, you say to other people give grace to them. Um, as, as we uh, use our words to praise God, um, use your words as a way to build up those around you. Um, we are expected, you know, I, I know we're expected to do good things, right? Pray for each other. Um, you hear this all the time, you know, uh, encourage one another. But we keep kind of telling you these things to, to speak kindly to each other because it's the same thing we've experienced from God through Christ. So as a community of believers, we need to come together to raise one another up and let God be the Lord of our entire lives to become body builders instead of body breakers.